The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. Amen. Why don't you bring your Bible this morning? Or your, how do you have it? On your phone? How many, have, how many read their Bible on their, like their phone? Now, those, let me see how many people read their Bible on their phone. Now, you'd never cheat during the service, would you? When we're supposed to be looking at Exodus, such as whatever it was, and then you're, you're now I, I, I guess I, I can't say this without confessing my own sin. There has been a couple times I've checked a ball score. <laughs> but I promise I don't, I just see the score and get off. Just, it's happened a couple times. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sincerely, you know, you know how it is so easy to fall into that hole with those phones, man. To, you know, just keep looking, looking, and then this, and then you go to that, and then you go to this. And we all understand that. But uh, I know you'd never do it intentionally. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. How many use a paper Bible still? You like, huh? You like it? Why do you use a paper Bible? You like paper Bibles better or you think they're more anointed or? Yes. <laughs> That's the, it, it, you know, I know what you're saying. It's because, it's to keep you out of temptation from looking at your phone and looking at the stuff. In your paper Bible, there's no distraction. The only thing you might get into is another verse in a different place. And so we thank God. Amen. Amen. But anyway, whatever kind of Bible you brought today, I want to remind you that it is the living word. It's living. It's alive. The, the Bible says about itself, it says the word of God is alive. Quick is the King James word. It's quick and alive. And it's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of your soul and your spirit and the joints and the marrow. In other words, it's, man, the Word of God is a living thing. The, really, the Word of God is a person. This is Jesus. In the beginning was the, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So when we read scriptures this morning, we're dealing with an eternal thing. This, what we're dealing with this morning has always been. This isn't, this isn't, you know, man came up with this. No, this has always been. This is, this is Jesus. Huh? The, the word of God is, is Jesus. That's what John 1 says. Isn't that right? We beheld his glory when the word came, full of grace and truth. The word was made flesh. So the word of God that's always been can turn, can, it, it comes in different forms. Isn't that right? And so it, it, the word became flesh, dwelt among us. Amen? Now the word comes into, into a, a way that because Jesus said, I can't stay here with you. I'm the word of God. I got to go, right? And so he ascended into heaven. 
But thank God he, did, he, didn't, he didn't go and then we never hear from him again. He was the living word that's always been from the beginning. Amen. He became flesh, right? He rose from the dead and then he ascended into heaven. But thank God he didn't leave us without the word of God. In other words, he didn't leave us clueless and guessing. I'm thankful today. That's why we can be confident this morning. Huh? Because, because we're not guessing. We can read our Bible. We can go to God himself and read scriptures, which is the living word of God. And this, this, is, not, this is not like Jesus Jr. or Jesus the lesser. Right? This is Jesus, man. This thing's always been. This thing's hot. This thing's on fire. The Bible is full of life. The Bible is living bread that comes down from heaven. Amen? And so we thank God. Jesus, I was thinking about that verse the other day. Uh, Jesus said to the Pharisees one time, and some Jews were there. He said, uh, search the scriptures. Search the Bible. Search the Word of God. Because the Scriptures are talking about me. I'm the one they're talking about. And so, thank God. That's just the preamble of the day for the, before we read. I, I mean it, man. I like to do that because I, I want to make sure you know what we're dealing with today. This is life-giving force here today. This, you know, after church... Uh, you're gonna maybe you're gonna go out to eat. Who's going out to eat after church today? Who wishes they were? Huh? Who's going out to eat? Wait, let me see. Where are you going, Sister Pitts? You're just praying about it. You'll get a leading while I'm preaching. Bravos! Oh man, that's good. That's good. Who else is going out to eat? Let me see it. Dan, where are you going? Red Robin. Got to have some Red Robin every once in a while. It ain't the healthiest joint in town, but it's your, it sure is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Where are you going, Julie? First watch. Man, we've got some restaurant experts in here, don't we? You, did you raise your hand, Ron? Where are you going? Maybe mod pizza. That, they got good pizza, don't they? Huh? But, the, you know, the, the reason these folks are going out to eat is because they're feeding their physical man. Because their physical man needs physical food. But the reason we came to this restaurant this morning, huh? Huh? Is because... Because this restaurant is serving spiritual food. And the reason we're serving spiritual food is because spiritual, your spiritual man needs spiritual food. Jesus said the words I speak to you, John 6, 63. I memorized this verse, I mean maybe within the first month after I got saved. I, 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 I memorized this verse, John 6, 63. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. 
I don't know about you, but when somebody's preaching the Bible, the Word of God, I come alive on the inside. I never just stay flat. I'm up. I'm grabbing that thing because my spiritual man is hungry all the time. Huh? You, let's see. Who was, going, who was going to Red Robin? Was that you, Dan? What are you going to get? Chili, chili, cheese. I didn't know they had a chili, chili cheeseburger. Huh? Oh, my goodness. How good is that thing? You get fries or you go with onion rings? Or both? <laughs> fries. They're endless. I know them. They're endless. So Dan just compared those steak fries to God. He's like he's endless. Hallelujah. Huh? But all that, all that, that, that chili, chili cheeseburger. <laughs> I almost got the Holy Ghost there, didn't I? That chili, chili cheeseburger <laughs> that Dan's going to eat. You know what? His spiritual man doesn't care a thing about a chili, chili cheeseburger and an onion ring. What do they call that onion? An onion ring tower. How many have had an onion ring tower? Have you? How many have eaten the whole tower by yourself? Have you? <laughs> I know. I know, if I keep talking, I'm going to close this service and say, man, Dan's buying lunch at Red Robin. And all these other folks that were going somewhere else will change their restaurant just to go with Dan. But we're at this restaurant, and we're dealing with the spiritual man. Seriously. The, the, the source of my life is not my body. That's not where I live from. I live out of the inside. Man is a spirit, and he has a soul, a mind, will, and emotions, and he lives in a body. Isn't that true? Say, I am a spirit. I have a soul, but I live in a body. See, my, my, my spiritual man doesn't care anything about a, an onion ring tower. Now, my flesh man cares about stuff like that, but my... My, my spiritual man doesn't care anything about that. But I'll tell you what, my spiritual man is, my spiritual man is thirsty and hungry today. Huh? If, if you guys, if, if, the, if, <laughs> if we went to a restaurant, you think Dan's going to go in that restaurant and just stare at the menu and just say, ah, I don't know. I really, I don't, I, I don't really care if I have a chili chili cheeseburger or an onion ring tower or endless fries. I don't know. I'm just going to sit here and see how things go. Now we're not going to do that. We're studying the menu. We, they, the, the waitress comes. She says, are you ready to order? Oh, we need a few more minutes. We're really studying this thing. Huh? I wish we'd read our Bibles like we read the menu. Huh? 
I'm feeling feisty this morning. I'm, I'm telling you. Huh? Yet we come to church and we just sort of find our place and it's, it's just, it's, it's him again. There he goes. And now, man, this thing here, the reason we preach the word of God is because your spiritual man is craving, longing your spiritual man. If we really knew what happens in this exchange when the word of God is preached under an anointing, I'm telling you what, you you could, people be out lining up, out knocking the doors down to get in the church. I need some life this morning. I need to live today. I need a word from God. Pastor, come on, preach. I've been praying. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty today. I need some living water. I need some manna from heaven. I need some Bible today. And that's, that's not just be, because we like going to church. Man, that's just my, the source of the life that we live. It comes out of our spiritual man that flows out of the word of God. Hallelujah. Shout out loud, I'm really hungry today. If it helps you, then we'll, we'll, we'll say this, Pastor Crab's going to serve a spiritual chili, chili cheeseburger this morning. And if you really say amen good, we might get you an onion ring tower spiritually with it too. So what does your spiritual man need? He needs spiritual food. He can't live. You, you know, we, he can't live. You know, people say, we say stupid stuff about, you know, when it, all the people going along, let's say it's, well, here it is. It's, it's you know, the next hour we're going to hit is we're going to hit noon. And all of a sudden, as soon as people see it's noon on their watch or their clock, Huh? They start going, oh my God, I'm, I'm starving. Well, you weren't 15 minutes ago, but now it's noon, and all of a sudden, that's what you do. Huh? Praise God, we're always hungry for the Word. I'll tell you the real truth, I'm overdosing on it. I'm going all the way. Huh? I'm going all the way. I, I want the Bible. It's my life-giving source. I'm going to memorize Scripture. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to talk the Word. I'm going to talk about the blessings of God. I'm going to talk about the greatness of God. I'm going to think. I'm going to meditate in Scripture. I'm going to speak the Word. And, and, and you know, when you start living like that, and you start doing that, you start talking. That's what the Bible said, didn't it, Josh? In the morning, uh, when, when your children, get up in the morning, talk to your children about the Word. And then at noon, talk to your children about the Word. And at night, be talking about the Word. Amen? When you're going through hard times, what are you doing? Talk about the Word. Quit talking about how hard it is, how bad it is. We're talking about the Word. We're speaking the Word. You know, the Jews had the Word everywhere. And I thank God for the word today. 
I'm believing God. I think we ought to shake the church and wake the church back up again because the centerpiece of the house of God is the preached word of God. This is the thing. This is what people are hungry for and longing for and need in their heart and their life. This will help you. It, I mean, there's an, there literally is a spiritual energy that comes out of the Bible. Huh? There's an energy. It's the life-giving force of God because it's spiritual. And there's energy coming out of it. And it's feeding when you hear the word. If you have an ear to hear, Jesus said, not, not everybody that hears it, hears it. You got to have an ear to hear. Isn't that right? Thank God we've got an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit's saying through the word of God. Now I like, I'm going to read a verse here, here in a minute, but let me just finish this out so I won't be frustrated the rest of the day. Huh? Listen, we... We, I, I love all parts of church. Do you? I love, the, I love before church. I love fellowshipping with the saints. That, something happens to me when I, you know, when, when I get around saints of God. Like Josh and I haven't seen each other in a, in, a, in a few weeks. And Josh and, man, when I see him, see him in the house of God today, man, I'm telling you something, it just something good happens to me. When I see the saints and, and I, I visit with people, I'm telling you, that's, that's not just something that happened. I, and I love fellowship. You know what I mean? I love, I love cutting up and having fun and having fellowship. Don't you? Huh? You're not one of those real serious Christians that, do, that it's like you got saved but you don't smile anymore, are you? I know people that got saved, Paige, seriously. And they became like, like real holy and real serious. And like, they, I, I mean, I've had people even kind of get on me because, because I was, you know, cutting up and having fun. Huh? There may be three or four that are mad at me right now talking about chili, chili cheeseburgers. But it's Dan's fault. He brought it up. Huh? I love fellowship. I love having fun with the saints. Something happens to me. There's been, how many times have we been discouraged? And then you, you, you come to the house of God. And then people, people loving on you. I mean, the preacher hadn't preached yet. But people love on you and all that, man. I love, you, you just can't beat good Holy Ghost fellowship, man. And, and you got to be with people that, that understand, that are seeking what you're seeking. The people out in the world, they're nice people, and you might go out and have a meal with them, but you can't have with them if they're not born again what we have together. You just can't do it. Something's missing. Amen? So I love fellowship, don't you? I love fellowship. I mean, God's used people to help you in your grow in your spiritual life, haven't they, Paige? And God uses you to help other people. We're thankful for you. I love, uh, I love pre-service prayer. I love prayer time. I love, I love worship. Now, you know I love worship, man. We, we, 
we have always, we have good worship here, man. We've got friends that bring us help. These, our team, our regular team does an incredible job. And I love worshiping God. But you can't, there's something, that I, as much as I love fellowship, that's not the centerpiece of my life. It blows me away. Kind of the, one of the modern waves is they're, they're just real social. Well, we have social media. That's why we like that. I know churches that where, where the centerpiece of what they're doing has stopped being the Bible. Now it's getting together. I love to get together. Now, I'm talking, that's fellowship. But what happens in fellowship can't take the place of the word of God. Worship, as great as it is, and I think our culture's got to watch it, you know, because we, we're almost on the edge of worship and worship. Isn't that a fact? Now, here's worship leaders. You, you, Josh said amen, didn't you? Yeah, Do you think absolutely. so? You know, the, this culture, they don't, a, a lot of times, I'm not saying you do or you're like this, but it's, you got to watch this. You know it, don't you, Trent? Trenton's been in this a long time. You, th- this culture, they, they stopped putting this in the middle of the thing. We, it, it, you know, this is what I say, Brother Bob. If, you, if, I, if my life could just get down to, one thing I need, the necessary ingredient, the, the essential thing that, that I need, it wouldn't be, oh, I want to get together with a bunch of people. As much as I love getting together with people, and I get help from people, brothers and sisters. But brothers and sisters in fellowship can't give me what the preached word gives me. See, churches have stopped doing that, where the, the centerpiece of the church is the Bible. The time when, oh man, it's like time stands still and the, and, the, and, the, and the word comes forth. We've stopped that. Now, it, and if it's not fellowship that we love, it, it can be something like worship. Huh? I don't know about you, but I'm, I've always looked for a church well, first of all, what I first do is look for where my pastor is because that's where I'm supposed to go to church. That's the, that's the answer to where he's supposed to go to church. You find your pastor, he'll take, that's where you're supposed to go to church. But a lot of people go to church because they like the worship there. Or they cut groups there. Huh? I've always, I mean, you know, besides finding your pastor... I've always, built, I've always said, now wait a minute, let's see what place they put on the Bible there. Is that the centerpiece? Are they, is everything else built around this? And if, if we could only have one thing, what would we have? My money, for, for me, if I could only have one thing, I'd have this right here. I hope, I want good worship because I get caught up in worship. I get... I'm, I'm, I'm a worship guy. I'm a fellowship guy. But man, I'll tell you, I'm a Bible guy more than anything else. I'm, this thing right here has given me a life source that is a, 
it's like an it's like an under, it's like one of those wells that Abraham dug. And it kept coming and coming and coming. Then the Philistines came along. What'd they do? They stopped those wells up. That's what's happened. That's what's happened today in our culture with the Bible. You can't, you can't stop the word, man. Don't, don't put, put anything else over top of the word of God. Huh? I don't know who needed this today. Maybe, maybe I'm helping myself. But this is good. This is a good, good reality today. Thank God for your Bible. Thank God for the word. You know how many services I've been in when I went into that service and I was desperate. I literally was desperate. And, and when I went in there, I thought, well, this, you know, we're going to have another good church service. And, but man, when I went in desperate, then when the word of God would come and the word of God would bring me, it was like a love letter from God. It would bring me the answer that I needed at that point in time. And a lot of times when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to somebody preach, they'll say something and I'll get an answer to something that isn't currently on my plate, but it'll answer something that I've been trying to solve and been digging around and trying to figure out and God will give me a word from the preached word that'll solve the thing and save my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Let's just look at John 1. I was going to do something else, but I'm, let's just look real quick here. That chili, chili cheeseburger's coming, Dan. You just mellow out back there. Hmm? Hallelujah. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Greek word there is the logos. What the logos is, 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 it's, it's what God wanted to say about himself and his kingdom. It is everything that he wanted to say. And that's why, that's why, all I need in my whole life is enveloped in these 66 books right here. Hmm? Everything, everything I need to live is right here in this book. Well, I don't know. I got a real problem, and I don't know what to do about it. Well, I'll tell you, this right here knows what to do about it. This will figure it out. You'll find your way if you get into the Word. Amen? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Huh. And the Word was God. You know why we ought to pay attention to this? Because this is God. This is God. This is, this is God. This isn't almost God. This isn't God in a lesser form. This is God. So this is like the supreme authority over my life is God. And, it, and now it's his word. Huh? The same, verse 2, the same was in the beginning with God. He was, this thing's always been around. I don't know about you, 
But I, I had a hard time finding something that worked. Now I found, I found something that's been around since the beginning of time. And it's been attacked. And the devil's tried to doubt it. And, and people have rejected it. But praise God, it's still alive. And it's still around. It's going to be around in your 20s. It's going to be around in your 30s. It's going to be around in your 40s. Thank God it's not running out of steam. It's going to be around in your 50s. And it's got the same life-giving force in your 50s that it does when you're 18 years old. It'll still be around when you get up into your 60s. Huh? Huh? And you know what it'll be? It'll be the same life-giving force to you in your 60s as as it's always been. This thing's been around forever. And it'll always be around. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will never pass away. That's what I need to be feeding on. Dan's going to get him a chili chili cheeseburger and a tower of rings and endless fries. But it's going to pass away. Then you know what he's going to do? He's going to eat that this afternoon. And then I don't know what time. You eat a snack at night? What do you have? Who knows? You're not a, like a bowl of cereal guy? or No. He, he, wants some, he wants some real stuff, doesn't he, dear? Huh? I know Oh my Lord. <laughs> I know. But then Dan says, but tomorrow he's going to start just eating fruits and vegetables for a month. Now, I forgot. What was I talking about? Who knows? Huh? That thing's going to pass away. And see, that chili, chili cheeseburger is going to pass away. What time are you going to eat that snack, you think? About 6.30. He's, you know why? That's because the chili, chili cheeseburger already is already passed. And he's... he's He's, he's consumed all the energy he can get out of the chili, chili cheeseburger. Huh? That's gone. And now his body's saying, oh, we're, we're desperate again here. We need a snack. We need call the roses immediately. <laughs> Listen. If people would get hungry for the Word of God like we're hungry for a pizza or a a chili chili cheeseburger, I would be the personal delivery boy. If you called a certain number, I'd hit my car and I'd be on my way with, with something that'll spiritually set your soul on fire. And I do take tips when I show up. (laughs) Huh? I would. That's where we got to get. Because this is an eternal thing. Huh? You know what Martin Luther said about the Word of God? He said the the Word of God, the Bible, is is alive. 
It has feet and it runs after me. It has hands and it reaches for me. I want to thank God for the, what, the Bible today. Huh? Huh? Verse 3. All things were made by him. How many? Everything that was made was made by what? Was made by the word of God, by him. That's pretty powerful. Everything that was made. Every star that was made was made by him. All those other galaxies and all those other universes that are out there. You know, here we are down here on this tiny little spot in, this, in, in, in the universe. Man, there's, there's stuff that is so many light years away. Huh? Everything that was made was made by him. Think about the sun. It, doesn't the sun blow you away? S-U-N, sun. I love the sun. Huh? I love the sun because doesn't it blow you away that God used a star? The sun is a star. It's an average size, maybe a little bigger than an average size star. And yet God uses that star, one star. He uses one star to give us light down here on this planet. All and and it, it and and it never stops burning. It keeps going. Huh? And that same sun gives us heat on this planet. It warms the planet. And the sun goes up every day, goes up, or the earth turns around, and you know, it's like the sun goes up, and then the sun comes down. I, I love the sun. It, it just goes on. And when you think about the uh, nuclear, I think it's nuclear fission that happens in the sun, the process of exchanging those gases, turning into light and heat and energy that comes out of the sun. I don't know about you, but I just think, you know, Jesus made that. And that's, and how many know how, how far the sun is? The sun is, huh? You know, you know, right? How many know? Don't, don't shout it yet. Wave at me. You know that, you know that this right here was the answer. Remember the, Show who wants to be a millionaire. The first guy that won a million dollars, this right here was the question. Huh? See, you guys have still been where you you wouldn't have that million dollars. But just knowing this fact won that that man a million dollars. And I don't know if you remember what happened on that show. Remember the lifelines? You got lifelines? Uh, on the lifeline, one of them was phone a friend. And if you don't know it, you can phone a friend, and the friend, he can tell you what he thinks. He's not always right, but he, he can tell you what he thinks. And you know who this guy called? The, the, the question was, how far away from the earth is the sun? And this, so this guy, here's a million dollars on the line. He called somebody. He said, I want to call my dad. And he called his dad when his dad answered the phone. I love this guy. The, the guy said, uh, hi, dad, I'm on the millionaire thing here, and uh, you're my lifeline. And he said to his dad, 
I know the answer. I just wanted to tell you, Dad, that I'm getting ready to win a million dollars. He said, I don't need your information, but I just wanted to get you happy, Dad, because son is about to get a million dollars. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. I'm going to send TJ and Curtis and get on who wants to be a millionaire. But you got it, but but you gotta know how far the earth is from the sun. Who knew it? Who got it? Ian? 91.83 million miles. Is that what you were thinking, Ron? I, I've always heard 93, but Ian, listen, when you start bringing, you know, <laughs> that point, how far is it? Eight, eight light minutes. Look here. This is kindergarten, man. We're already confused. <laughs> tell you, man. I don't. Ian's going to go home and call all his friends and say, man, my pastor's not very sharp. That's all right. <laughs> all things were made by him. Sun, all the oceans. All the, all the creatures made by him. All the food made by him. All the herbs made by him. Every human being was made by him. Hmm? Everything that was made was made by him. Who's the him here? Huh? It's the word. That's why I'm trying to get this here. If you, if you get it faster, we can go get a chili, chili cheeseburger with Dan here in a minute. Huh? He's the him. He, that, the word, the Bible, is, is the him. All things were made by the word of God. Now, I, here's what I believe when I read that, Brother Bob. That if God can create everything out of his word that exists. All the planets, all the stars, this entire universe, everything that's down in the earth, God made that. And if he can do that, I want you to know that something in the inside of me says if I'll take that same word and I'll put it in my heart that whatever I need that's not there, God, through his word, will create it. Ha! He'll create it. If it's not there, what's that mean? That doesn't mean anything. There weren't any stars before. There weren't any planets before. There weren't any animals before. There weren't, wasn't an earth before. There weren't human beings before. But he spoke his word and created everything that is. And I want to thank God. How many have a place in your life or three or four things that, you're, that you need in your life that, that don't exist yet. They're not in there yet. It's all right. Because you know why? Because we've got the Word of God and that same Word has got creative power. Huh? Let me see, let me see brother here. Stand up here. Brother, brother Payne is getting ready to come see all of us pretty soon. I started, I thought about this. I thought, 
You know, I'm going to break into a song today. I might tell Keith I'm do, I want to do a song today called, remember that song, It Won't Be Long? <laughs> it won't be long. And, and you know this, I know TJ had a part of this, Aaron had a part of this, but God, God created something when there was nothing. And when the doctors and all of their smarts said, it ain't going to happen. I want to thank God that the word of God said I've got life-giving force and if you'll pray about it, I'll make something out of absolutely nothing. Yes, I will. I almost think he likes it better when somebody that's really smart says it can happen. But then we find out that there was nothing existing before but God himself. But then God said, and he created the world and the universe and the light and the sun and the stars and the man. And that same creator is not done creating in your life today. For some of us today, we need the creation of healing in our body, and he's creating it. Huh? He's not afraid of anything. Listen, he's not afraid of the word impossible. He's not afraid of can't. It can't happen. He's not afraid of it. I think he takes it as a challenge. But he needs something from us in order to get it. He needs us to believe that word down here in the earth. Praise God forevermore for the living word of God. If you need something that's not there in your life, jump up. Let me see you real quick. You need something created. Uh, you, you need the, the creative force of the word to come into your life. Stand up. Let me see you. Praise God. I, I speak the word today over you. And I say I don't care if it's impossible. I don't care if it's been a long time coming. I don't care if it's hard. I don't care if the smartest men you know say it can't happen and it's not going to happen, I'm not moved by it at all because I read my Bible and I found out that through the Word of God, the things that don't exist are made by the Word of God. Hallelujah. And I speak a word over everybody today that whatever it is that you need in your life, I'm telling you, there's a creative flood. There's a creative force coming into your life today. God is creating that thing that you're imagining in your heart today. In the name, in the name. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day please visit our website at imagodecincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I 
www.cincy.com.
We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y dot com.